Authentic Life Radio, episode number nine. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Welcome back to Authentic Life Radio. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. I'm Sarah Rader. And I so missed you last week. I so missed being here. You can't imagine how I, much. Well, I can. I've had sick kids. Well, yes, I yeah, understand. I know. I know. Yes, I had a sick child. Poor, so is he better? He's very much Very better. good. Very good. Thanks for asking. You're welcome. It's I'm, good to be back, though. I'm glad. I'm just going to let the music play at this level and just talk over it. Well, that, that's good. That sounds like fun to me. Well, you can make the rules. How about that? Isn't that fun? I Yes. Actually, there are no rules to this, I guess, because I guess we make them, don't we? We, we make our own rules. Uh-huh. That is so cool. <laughs> that is so cool. I love that. How are you um, today? Still in one piece. Is that what I told you at lunch? Yes. Yeah, still in one piece, which is mm-hmm. quoting our, our friend um, David H. Foster from... The Gathering Nashville. The Gathering Nashville. What a yeah. cool name yeah. for a community of believers. I like that. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. So he always says, still in still in one piece. So That's uh-huh. how I am. Well, good. We had a nice lunch, didn't we? We had a very nice lunch. We have discovered, well, we had already discovered it, I suppose, right. but Kroger, which <laughs> we need to get a an endorsement from Kroger. I think so. But, because we mentioned that place all the time, but... Kroger has this phenomenal chili. They really do. Uh, what's it? I think it's called um, smoking, smoking bean chili. I don't know. No, I don't anyway, know, but, but it's, it's very good. It's very good. So, also, you need to talk about why I know. you know this calorie count again because you're you're yeah. gonna you can yeah. explain why you know, but which I appreciate. But it only has three hundred and sixty calories in this huge bowl of soup. I know. And it's delicious. It is delicious. So um, last week, I, well, I, um, I had come to a place where I had, um, I was like, what, what is it? The, the book where the, is it the, is it a caterpillar who eats everything, eats his way oh, through I everything? I love that book. Is that the, okay. Yeah, it's the so, caterpillar. Uh-huh. So that's, that's how I spent my summer. I was like <laughs> the little, little caterpillar who just ate her way through everything. Ate her way um, through the summer? Although at the end of the summer, I did not turn into a butterfly. <laughs> I just turned into a fatter caterpillar. Stab. So, anyway. You are a beautiful butterfly. Well, thank you. But I didn't feel like one. Okay. I understand that. And, um... And so I was just um, accepting and acknowledging where I had I had let myself um, come to, how I had gotten back into emotional eating, and your life was just out of control in that area. It was out of control. Doesn't in mean a you're lot not of areas. Doesn't mean you're not beautiful. It just means that it, it was, was out of control, control in that area. Right. And all of us can get out of control in certain areas. Yours just happened to be in food in again, food. Mm-hmm. which I can get in we can all get out of control. Right. So I appreciate you saying that. And um, so while praying about getting back in control and um, feeling like I needed to start from square one to retrain my brain in everything that I had spent the last three years, I guess four now, 
ha- uh, working on. Has it had it been that long? I think it had been that when long. you had started. When, yeah, because we you had made that decision to get healthy. When do you remember? Before I turned thirty, and I just turned thirty-three. Okay. It, so, um, it was in. It was in. The, like January or February of 08 because that summer I turned 30. Okay. Can I just really quick say that you inspired me to get healthy? Well, thank you. To begin with. I mean, like one of the things that inspired me. So I just want you to know that, um, that you helped me to realize that if you could change your life and you could, God could use that, um, God really used you is what I'm trying to say. So I just I want you I just want you to know that. Thank you. Yeah. I'm honored. Uh, yeah. To I mean, be used in any way. <laughs> but I mean God really jump started that whole think thinking in in your mind. In my mind right. as well. So I just I just needed you to, well, to you. I need I know I told you that before. Mm-hmm. I wanted to reiterate that just okay. to help you understand that again. All right. That you have made a positive influence in my life and I'm sure a lot of listeners lives as well just to help reinforce that idea that you can you can change your life you can take control and god can really use you absolutely uh and god can do amazing things through you making one decision yes that, that he can change so many things but go ahead okay well now i'm just now i'm just thinking on that and how it how that applies to every area of my life um but but right now, so yeah, that the, this all started for me in like 2008 okay. and started, you know, exercising and eating right and in different stages mm-hmm. yeah. and had come to a place where I'd lost 70 pounds. Yeah. Well, the summer and the little Stephanie who could brought like 10 pounds back. <laughs> um, I ate my way through the summer this year and, um, and early fall. Um, but when praying about getting control back, I really felt like I was going back to square one um, in retraining myself that food is fuel. Mm. Food is not a stress reliever. Um, Food does not love me the way that I love it. (laughs) (laughs) And um, it's like, I I always tell Megan, Sarah is drinking out of this huge movie theater cup that um, Megan got um, for the movie Eclipse, Twi- Twilight Saga Eclipse. And so that just made me think, I tell Megan all of the time, Edward Cullen is a fictional character and he will never love you. Mm-hmm. Food is supposed to be fuel. It will never love me. It will It will never love me back in the way that I love it. And so just breaking some of those he- unhealthy views that I had begun to grab hold of again. What you just said is so powerful because I think... It's amazing to me how we turn to things expecting them to love us the way that we love them and yeah. and and wanting just desiring them and we continue to pursue them and pursue them and pursue them expecting them right to love us back like that. It only pursued my hips. <laughs> I'm telling you that that's it. It it did nothing for it my heart. It grabbed hold, did it? It did. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've, I I I mean and, and you know I've had my own struggles with um with food mm-hmm. um, and and you could 
and I've had my own struggles with people pleasing. Obviously, you all know that. And and going and pursuing people mm-hmm. and saying, y'all love me, you all love me and and pursuing different kinds different people and uh pursuing I mean, we we can all we can all fill in the blank of what we've pursued and saying, Love me back, love me back and and those things are not gonna fulfill us right. and fil- fulfill those desires. Exactly. Um and I think that is so profound that you you just have to be so self, you have to be aware that those things Absolutely. aren't going to love us back. Absolutely. So that's really good. And just so you know, I'm what I'm drinking. You said I'm drinking. I'm drinking Coke Zero, she by the way. She is drinking Coke Zero. <laughs> so we went to lunch. She asked for a big cup and I'm like, is this big enough? But I have bigger and I'll take the big one. <laughs> so we went and we had lunch and, and I had, I got the, what is this? This, this is a this, 20 ounce. This is a 20 ounce. Yeah. So I drank my 20 ounce, which Stephanie, by the way, is still drinking her 20 ounce that she I got am. at lunch. And I was like, you know, Steph, since we're going to go back and record, I'm going to go buy a two liter. And I brought yeah. my two liter back. And she's got half of it in the cup right here. And yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> Y'all, I'm really addicted to Coke Zero. I, I love many, it. I, w- I wonder how many ounces that is. Well, it's probably 32, wouldn't you think? I think so. Or 64. <laughs> I don't know. I am not really we good at guessing that. Probably <laughs> should. And I'll, I'll, I'll have it all. Yeah. I mean, I love to... I drink really quickly. It's very good. You do drink very quickly. Remember, um, total um, tangent, when Sarah and I first started the very early developments of our friendship, we spent them at Burger King. Mm-hmm. And um, you were drinking Diet Coke at that point. Yeah, so not liking yeah. Diet Coke. Then I went through my Diet Pepsi phase. Right. Uh, Topa Max for my migraines ended that phase yes. very quickly. Then and I now, found Coke Zero. Coke Zero. Okay. Yes. So, um, but during those days, we would we would go in and we wouldn't eat lunch there every day, but they had a play area, and so we'd go and let the kids play. But we always bought something to drink, and Sarah would like go back for refill after refill. Every, <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm fine. I'm still on my first one. Yeah, I would always She's say, like, you. Would, I, I, would, I was like, you want me to get you one too while I'm up there? And you're like, uh, no. no. I mean, I'm seriously, good. I'd be on my third or fourth. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I got an issue. Yeah. I got and a drinking problem. <laughs> <laughs> she has a drinking problem. I have an eating problem. Oh, <laughs> uh, listen and here. I've had my own eating together. problems really. Well, I mean, you I, know I that. that. I think that a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. I do. I think yeah. that a lot of people have. Well, over the course of um, three years or two and a half, mm-hmm. probably I've lost 30, 35 pounds um, now. Awesome. Yeah. And, and so, and it's been, you know, it's a struggle too. I, I told you, you know, you said you went through this three day fast. I remember, yes. was it last year that I just ate fruits and vegetables right. for, for a week, but it was honestly to retrain my mind. Right that food is fuel right that i don't need to i do not need to go to that to fill a void in my life Mm -hmm. but again i go i can go to people to to meet that need to to feel to fill that void um and what void are we talking about there's only one there's only one person or one thing one person, I want to say one person that can fill that void in my life. And that's Jesus. Right. But I continue to go and try to fill it with so many other mm-hmm. things. Uh, or you can, I can try to fill it with shopping. Um, uh, lately, I've wanted to fill it with an almond joy. <laughs> Let's be really <laughs> honest here. <laughs> How's that working for you? Well, I've only had, I'll, I've only really, I've only bought two almond joys since I found it. 
okay. found the found right. that addiction. But every time, seriously, every time I go into a to the grocery store, I'm like, where are the almond joys? Where are the almond joys? Where are the almond joys? I really, really like them a whole lot. I'm so sorry. No, it's fine. But um, it's fascinating to me how much I like them. And I could, I could fall into that trap of wanting to buy one every single time I go in there, but I don't need them. And it really is retraining your mind to, to what do I need versus what do I want? Um, who do I need versus who do I want? Um, and th- those kinds of things. So um, it's just fascinating for me to get to that place. It is. Mm-hmm. I, and it's I was sorry while you were talking I was uh-huh. listening but I know you were I was um googling the lyrics to my one thing by Rich Mullins mm-hmm. yeah and um save me from those things that might distract me uh-huh. please take them away and purify my heart and this has kind of been not hasn't been this exact word but um this has kind of been my my prayer over the last you know few weeks and um and that, and that's what led me to the place where I was really feeling God calling me to fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that, I started praying for how long to fast, and three days just kept coming back to me. So I did. I fasted for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday mm-hmm. um, this past week. It was amazing to me to see how much mindless eating I do. Um, like McKenna had gotten a bowl of pretzels. And she didn't eat it all. So it was just sitting there. And then I had to walk past it and walk past it and walk past And on Thursday, I would have taken pretzels out of that every time I walked past it. Um, and just mindless eating. Eating and not even realizing that you're eating. So um, so that was that was one thing. And it was just putting my focus back on him. When I was hungry... I prayed Mm. when um, I was fixing dinner (laughs) for my family. I prayed for strength. Um, I really thought that they should fast too, because (laughs) why should I have to fix food for them (laughs) if I can't eat it? Right. But um, I only had to fix food for them a few times. Cliff took the kids out to breakfast Saturday morning. So that really helped. That was really nice. And, um, and really turning my focus back to fill the only to the one thing that can only fill the void that I was trying to fill mm-hmm. with food <clears throat> and um, and working on my spirit where two weeks ago when we recorded, I was completely broken and now I'm starting to be rebuilt. And um, yeah, fasted. So the calories in the chili, the 360 is where this kind of all started is that um, they have this whole, our Kroger right across the street from my house has this whole like deli hot food station for people to come in and eat lunch because there's a lot of factories back here in our area and so people can go there and get their lunch. And they have this soup bar with like six different kinds of soup. And they have a salad bar and they, and they right. have a hot food bar. and They do and they'll, they'll make sandwiches for, you know, they will... They even make, make chips there, like they do potato chips. I know, and they're really good. Have you had them? I've tried them before. Yeah. Like when they were making them, yeah. they were giving out samples. I've never bought them. Mm-hmm. We've actually tried them, and then because we tried them, we bought them. But we don't buy them a lot mm-hmm. um, because we don't eat chips a lot anymore, mm-hmm. and also because they're kind of expensive. 
But um, so they have this hot soup bar and the chili on there was very good. It is delicious. But when I I was, so I ate on Monday and I'm really craving this soup. So I, I want it, but I don't know. Like I still want to count what I'm putting into my body mm-hmm. calorie wise. And, um, and so I'm keeping a food journal to do that. Well, I look to the side and they actually package the same soups that are on their soup bar that you can take home and cook yourself. And so I go over and I see the calories per serving in the in the take home package and I figured it out. In, so that's how I got to 360 mm-hmm. calories per 12 ounces. Yeah, I think yeah. that that's great. So you it know, wasn't bad. Yeah, for me, you know, after I trained my body, mm-hmm to take what it needs versus what I want. Now, there are some times that I overeat. Right. And sometimes I get focused on an outward appearance instead of my heart and my character and all that stuff. And you all have listened to us talk about true beauty and all that stuff. But it it was fascinating to me once I got to the place where I just ate what I wanted. I mean, honestly, there and I still want to eat healthy and I still want to put in the right kind of fuel. And once, but I started noticing that my body just took what it needed. Exactly. And I didn't have to count calories. I didn't have to be concerned with food because it, 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 became less, it became less about food and it became less about this outward appearance and it became less about all of that. And I could just focus on people and relationships mm-hmm. and all of that. But it's interesting when you don't have that, your mind trained and you're just focused on food all the time, how much focus that takes. Right. And, um, and so I'm glad that I'm free, at least for this for this season, mm-hmm. because I wasn't free free for so long. But it's interesting how you have to train your mind. Absolutely. And you have to train your heart. And God allows you to train. You have, really do have to go through the season of training. And I love how you're doing that again. How you've said, okay, I trained, my, I trained myself for a time. And I need to do it again. I do. And I have, for me personally, um, um, there's, you know how I struggle with people pleasing mm-hmm. and God's training me in that again. And I'm going to have to, I really, I really am being convicted that I need to get, I'm, I'm in scripture a lot, but I need to get, I, I really need to get um, index cards and I need to put truth down because okay. I'm buying into lies that about myself mm-hmm. in particular. And you know, and you know that I, um, and I need to get those in front of me so I can know who I am in him. So, and I need to retrain my mind in that. Right. So it's interesting to me how, was that a was that three three weeks ago or four weeks ago that I said, you know, I admitted I'm a hot mm-hmm. mess and all that. And I still, and I really am free in so many ways, but I still, but I still have to be trained. Absolutely. You know, I think God breaks us, but then he breaks us and then he has to build us build us up and we have to go through this discipline and this training in order molding yes yes uh, the shaping in this um in this instruction time Mm -hmm. in order to um to get to where we need to be and and the honest truth is that we will be in this molding and shaping and instruction time our entire lives Mm -hmm. yes and i think that i think that that's exciting to me is because um is because because there is there is no end to what 
I can become. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I, I, and I just appreciate you saying, okay, I, I, I wasn't where I wanted to be and I'm going to try it again. I'm trying it again. And let me tell you, the workouts hurt. <laughs> after months and months of not moving Mm -hmm. um we were this was and this was such an unhealthy thing to say to my daughter but um I don't even think I said it so that I don't think I said it to her as in a conversation but I said it and she heard me out loud yeah I said like yeah one of those things that I was thinking and I said out loud so I'm sitting now in our living room and people who have been to our house know um where my chair is it's my chair. Um, I shared on a full-time mom a long time ago that it's my chair because it doesn't face the kitchen. And that way, when the kitchen's a mess, I can literally put it behind me uh-huh. <laughs> and move on with whatever it is that I need to do. And um, so I was sitting in my chair and Megan and I were um, watching a show, something that she had asked me to watch with her, a show or a movie. That's how she wanted her quality time spent. And... Um, because we have some great conversations about things that happen, you know, that Ab- she sees on TV. Absolutely. But so I said out loud, I'm like, the longer I sit here, I swear, I feel my butt growing. And she looked at me and she's like, really, mom, really? And so, but I had been so hmm. sedentary for so long that I, I felt my bottom molding to the chair and it was just growing. Like, it's not as big as the chair, but it was going. <laughs> I could feel it as I sat there. And um and so getting back into the workouts really hurts. Really. It's hard to get motivated. It's going to be hard to get up out of this chair to walk upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> because my leg muscles are tender. Mm-hmm. So tender. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cliff hugged me yesterday. I'm like, "Don't squeeze." <laughs> <laughs> don't he's like what can i do for you i said just don't touch me too hard like don't squeeze right. me it, it all hurts mm-hmm. yeah it's hard to get motivated to change whatever it is you it know? is you know it, it truly is and um i don't know if it was if it wasn't for um for my moment for not my moment but my continued brokenness that i came and shared two weeks ago i don't know that i would have been I was convicted not so much self-motivated mm. um well that's I it, think that that there's yeah. a, I think that that's a huge difference though I I think that it, it wasn't because while I'm doing my work it's not something I want to do but it's something that I know that is best for me right you know what I love about God is that he he doesn't like he doesn't say he doesn't like come over us and just condemn us because right. he he's not you know he's right that's not how that's not how the god that i've gotten to know is i used to think that that's how he was like right you know like he was like i'm so disappointed in you to squash me and, right i'm yeah. so disappointed and he looks like yesterday i told you i i basically was very depressed and i i sat in my chairs chair my chair one of my well I have two of them that I really like but one of my chairs and I just sat there and I was really I was really struggling with feeling very depressed and um and I didn't really do much of anything my house is a disaster by the way and um and I could have been there there was a litany of things that I could have been doing Mm -hmm. that were would have been productive and I could have 
I decided anyways to read a couple books. I'm reading um, two books. One of the books is Wild Things, which I highly recommend, by the way. I don't know who the authors are, but it's about the heart of, of boys and men. Excellent, excellent book. It's by two therapists, and I can't highly recommend it enough. I've just learned an immense amount about okay. for raising Luke, and it's just incredible. And then the other book was Hatchet um, by Gary Paulson, which Luke had to read for um, for school, and he asked me to read it. Um, and it's um, and I read it in like two hours or something, and um, so I wanted to read it so I could read some other books with him because we've been reading at night. Um, and so I read that yesterday um, so I could connect with him. And, but yesterday I was sitting there thinking, great, Sarah, you're just sitting here reading and not doing anything productive and you need to be doing this and this and this. Um, and I, I got this vision in my head of God just sitting over there, like being just shaking his head and being like, you know, you could be out serving and you could be out doing all of this. And, and I was just like, no, I'm not going to buy into that today. I'm really right. not. Um, I was hurting. I'm just gonna be really, I was hurting. I was wounded. Um, now I was buying into some lies about myself and about other people and whatever it was. Um, but I I was, I decided that I was just going to let God just be there with me. Mm -hmm. And, and I was just going to rest in the fact and the knowledge that he loved me and that he was okay with me just reading and and that was all and i could start again tomorrow if i needed to which is today and i was going to get up and i was i was just going to be okay so the kids got home and um i decided i was not going to sit there and be depressed when they got home which is good because there are times and i'm going to be really honest there have been days that when they've gotten home i've still sat there and been depressed I don't know if anybody else has ever struggled with that. I do. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you. I'm You're glad that, you know, I, there are times that I've just not been able to just even motivate myself to even be the kind of mom or allowed God to come in and let me be the kind of mom that I've needed to be. Right. Because I've been too self-focused. Um, but yesterday I, I decided that I was actually going to get up and take a shower and <laughs> get ready. And um, so I did that and then they came home and then Luke and Lydia decided I, I was in the bathroom and I came out of the bathroom and they decided that they were going to attack me with Nerf guns, which was really good. And I loved that. Um, and they attacked me with Nerf guns and then um, then they ran back and I was like, well, I'm going to engage them as well. So I went and got marshmallows. And then when they came back out, I pelted them with marshmallows and we had this great fight with Nerf guns and marshmallows. And I was like, God, thank you so much for not letting me stay, stay where I was. And and not only did I not have to wait until tomorrow, which is today, right? but you let me engage and, and get to some life, you know, into some, into with other people, which are the most important people um, this afternoon. And I really appreciated that grace and that mercy. And, um, and so it was just, it's just so nice that God just doesn't, he just, he's just there with us and he doesn't sit there and condemn us. He just right. loves us Absolutely. and he wants to spend time with us. And so when we feel like we've messed up, um, those are the c- c- times when God just comes in and he lovingly just holds us and he mm-hmm. lovingly just says, well, let's just start again. Right. And let me, not only are we going to start again, I'm going to give you my power to let you start again. Mm-hmm. And um, 
that's what grace is all about. And it that's is. what we as believers get um, is his power and his, his grace and his mercy, um, which is new. Um, not just, I mean, it's new every day. And I, I love that about him. Um, it's not this condemning kind of thing. Um, he, he convicts us. He absolutely does that. So it will go well with us. Right. Not so that he can just squash us. Right. Right. I, I, right. I so everything she just said, because it's, he's for us. He is for us. Yeah. He's not against us. He is for us. And, um, he wants us, he knows the best way for us to live. And he, he wants us to do well absolutely. because we're his kids. It's just like us looking at me, looking at our kids and mm-hmm. saying, I want the very best for you. I'm going to come along beside you and I'm going to help you along the way. I don't want to squash you. Nobody wants to squash their kids, you know? I don't know. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> I do. I do know what you mean. <laughs> there, I'm, okay, fine. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> I do. I'm just being facetious. Well, yes. And I you're just, good at that too. Thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's a compliment, right? Yeah. I it, love you. I love that about you. Could it be a spiritual gift? <laughs> Absolutely. God made you that way. And I love that. <laughs> it brings such joy and humor to my life. I'm so glad. Yeah. No, um, I totally get what you say about, um, uh, uh, you know, not being in that depressed state when your kids came home, you know, getting up and being able to be there with them. And you had that fantastic moment. Um Several months ago, I picked Megan up from school, still in my pajamas. Mm, mm-hmm. And um, you know my Megan. Many people who listen know my Megan and know that she is a very mature, very um, perceptive yeah. child. She's a woman. She, she's a small <laughs> she's a girl. Woman. She is. <laughs> and um, so she gets in the car and I'm like, how was your day? You know, and she's like... She looks at me and she goes, rough day, mom. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And I think that day I had eaten a whole bag of chocolate chips, like the semi-sweet kind that you make with. Oh, yeah. I think I'd eaten a whole bag that day. It was a bad day. Anyway, so that you were able to, Mm -hmm. you know. I love that God can give us blessings with Nerf guns and marshmallows. I do too. I mean, it's fantastic. what kind of God can do that? I mean, that's an, an incredible God that, it says, all right, Sarah, we're, I'm going to bless you with a Nerf gun, mm-hmm. with Nerf gun darts and marshmallows. Or Andy's dog. I loved when you told that. Did you tell that on the podcast or just to me? I have no idea. I have no idea. But Sarah was having this moment where she oh, was, I just told you. God was revealing himself to her in, in new ways. And mm-hmm. Andy's dog is called Andy's dog for a reason. <laughs> now, you all know how much I love creatures. I mean, really, I love and, and adore creatures. Right. I save worms. But Andy's dog stretches me to the nth degree. I don't even know how else to describe. But in this moment, uh huh, that I was, dog comforted you. He really and, did, yeah. and and I mean, you know, he just came in and just started licking my face when I was reading uh, John Eldridge's beautiful outlaw, and um, and then in the next paragraph that I was reading, um, John Eldridge talked about how his dog right. comforted him how God used his dog to comfort him. And I just knew that, um, that God had had, had Jesse barge through the door in order to come and lick me uh, in the face and dry my tears. And it was just a beautiful moment. Um, so I've really begun to appreciate Jesse. 
And not just which, Andy's dog, is, but Jesse. Yeah, like this is a big step that she's even calling him by his name now. Jesse. Because yeah. since Andy got him, he's been Andy's dog. Yes. So I've really been trying to embrace that Are creature. You him, Andy, you need to take your dog to work with you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when you first uh-huh. got him. Oh, yeah. yes. I mean, so I really have been doing that very much. So okay. trying to embrace him. Like even today. He is everywhere. I mean, he is everywhere. And in sometimes the most unexpected mm-hmm. through you know, a uses, dog that you normally don't like. Well, or sure. If he can use Balaam's donkey, he can, sure use An- he can sure use Andy's, Andy's dog. dog. Mm-hmm. Jesse. <laughs> Jesse. <laughs> Jesse. <laughs> Jesse. <laughs> we have two feedbacks. Oh, sorry. Would you like to play them now? Uh-huh. Or, or did you want to keep talking about Mm-mm. Bus Driver Bob? Because <laughs> we can do that. No. Okay. Fred. No Fred. I pushed play. There he comes. Hey, Sarah and Stephanie. It's Fred from Long Island calling to uh, put in my first feedback to Authentic Life Radio. Late, of course, because I am now listening to your feedback episode. But uh, (laughs) I wanted to get in here and say I'm glad to have you both back together and um, comment on your accent episode because that is one of my favorite topics, uh, like you, Sarah, I have moved a few different places, and um, I kind of never felt like I sounded like the rest of the people around me, although I've managed to pick up a little bit from at least some of the places where I've lived. Um, and it'd be interesting. I have some old tapes, cassette tapes from when I was a kid. I should listen to those again just for to see what I sounded like as a kid and also with more of a Canadian accent. But... Um, I do find your accents to be interesting only because they are on that cusp, you know, between sort of the more uh, Midwestern and um, Southern kind of, you know, because you're at their crossroads, really. Um, And uh, the other thing is I wanted to say, Sarah, I don't know if you've been uh, in on the news, but uh, I haven't been verified by Twitter, but I have been verified by Cliff because uh, we, we did manage to meet in person a few months back in New York City. And I am looking forward to someday doing the same with uh, you and Stephanie. So maybe uh, I can work it out with one of those GFPN meetup thingies. Okay. Um, looking forward to hearing uh, what you guys have coming up. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Awesome. Thanks, Thanks Fred. Fred. We don't have accents. I don't know what he's talking to about. To each other we don't, but to other people we do. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know we, what he's talking about either. We don't I wish it. we had accents. A cool. I think we should just make one up. <laughs> we should just create our own. It'd be terrible. No, it wouldn't. It'd be ours. <laughs> All right. So now see, there goes my pessimism and there goes your um, confidence. Yep. Okay, go ahead. Okay, this one's from Pam. 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 Mm-hmm. Hi, this is Pam from Washington State Ooh, and I'm calling that? for the Authentic Life Radio. Hi, Stephanie and Sarah. Um, I'm just calling to comment on your last podcast where Stephanie discussed her uh, coffee addiction. As I said, I'm from Washington State, you know, the home of Starbucks. I live about an hour from Seattle, but coffee is a huge, major part of our daily life uh, all over the state of Washington. Um, Sometimes I know people joke that there's coffee shops on every corner, but you know, that's really true. And sometimes there's even two or three in a block. We also have out here on the West Coast these little drive-through kiosks. 
little drive-through coffee kiosks in. I mean, every town has them. In fact, they're they're just about everywhere. You can even drive down country roads in some little bird somewhere, and you'll you'll see them. You don't have to drive very far before you see one. Um, you know, because I, I've I've I think it's unusual to Washington or the West Coast because I've, I've traveled a little bit on some of the other states, and I really don't see anything like this anywhere else in the country. Um, I think it's, in fact, when I travel, I always find it curious that I have to really hunt for coffee places instead of having them, you know, appear before me frequently. Anyway, I giggled when Stephanie described how she has to avoid certain baristas at her local Starbucks uh, because she didn't want to give them the impression that she goes too often or that she's addicted to coffee. Well, I just wanted to tell you about the little problem that I have, and mine is that, well, remember I I just told you about the drive-through kiosks. Well, within about three miles of where I work and live, there's at least a half a dozen or more, and that's not counting the four Starbucks that are also within about a mile of one another. So at each drive-through that I particularly go to, the baristas, I don't know, they know me. They know which drink I like, which is a vanilla latte, um, non-fat. And it's always kind of embarrassing to me that they know me. So I tend to kind of skip around a little, you know, from day to day. I don't want them, I rotate. I don't want them to think I go there all the time because, you know, I don't want to be the addict that I already know I am. And the thing is about the baristas, I know it isn't just me because I know that the baristas remember everybody's drink, you know, if they're a regular customer, which always amazes me because I don't understand how they can remember everyone's drink. But anyway, I just wanted to share that with you. I think that I thought that was kind of funny. So, I mean, I have to avoid, you know, a a half a dozen or more so that people don't get the idea of how addicted I am to coffee. Oh, and I also want to say that one of my favorite drinks to get in the summertime especially is the blended vanilla chai latte. They make it with non-fat vanilla yogurt, and it is so yummy. Anyway, um, it's just really great to hear you two together again in my ears. So have a great day. Bye. Thanks, Pam. That was really fun. That That is fun. <clears throat> um, I have I have since... Um, I'm I'm not having multiple Starbucks a day now. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And um I just I just want to 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 tell Pam not to correct her but just, I it's not coffee. Um I actually I love the smell of coffee but I cannot stand the taste. Um I drink um chai tea latte from Starbucks. That that's what I absolutely love. Um I get a, a skinny vanilla chai tea latte and I like coffee. It is so good. Sarah loves coffee, but, um, so there's one girl, but not Starbucks. If you can believe really? it, you get the, you get the passion. Tea. I get the passion hot mm-hmm. tea. The reason I can't do Starbucks coffee is it upsets my, my tummy. Really? It does every single time. Huh. I, I keep trying it every so often <laughs> because I really do want to like it. Yeah. But it upsets my tummy every single time. And that I don't know. So bizarre. I know I've tried, yeah. you know, I've tried the, you know, all kinds of different ways to drink it. Starbucks coffee and I cannot do it. Isn't mm. that interesting? That is interesting. So Very. I just stick with the tea. There you go. But I love their hot tea. But you know what? But you know what works for you. I do. And so, um, mm-hmm. so I did. Um, I finally admitted, um, well, <laughs> uh, Sarah outed me here on all things of like uh, authentic life radio first and, you know. <laughs> I had to say I have a problem and um oh, sorry didn't mean yeah. to 
No, well, and and then one of our early episodes was titled "Poor Jimmy." <laughs> well, Jimmy actually worked oh, yeah. at Starbucks. Poor and, Jimmy, yeah. that's right. Um, he doesn't work there anymore. He oh, wow. he's moved on up. Um, and and he's a student, and he was working two jobs, and I think that it just became too much. And um, although I still see him at Kroger from time to time, mm-hmm. but um, but my other one one of my other favorites who works there is her name is Katie. And she's the sweetest little girl. Little girl. She's nineteen. To me, that's a little that girl. That is little Sorry. now, isn't it? And um, we're and old, aren't we? She's one that would give me a, a hard time about about you know my my addiction, and and she knows you know she knows my order. She the only <coughs> thing she asks me is like through. See, we're in November now, so like late September, early October, she would ask me if I wanted hot or iced. <laughs> Like that, that was, that's all she needed to know. And, um, and she knew what, what my order would be, but I have, um, Starbucks was part of my fasting, but even before I fasted, um, I stopped how many times I was going and Cliff bought the Cliff bought me and the kids Starbucks on a Thursday evening before he went to la and from that thursday i didn't have it again until the next saturday like not two days but mm-hmm. like a week and two. so um so i told um i told katie when i went back that i hadn't had it since last thursday and um on the little the little slip that goes on you know to protect your hand she wrote um good job heart katie and I just thought it was so sweet. It was so sweet. Cute. I didn't even notice it until I got home and, and looked at the cup. But um, it was just, it was really sweet. So I don't mind that they know me. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's one of the things that I like. Although when I was in the height of my self-indulgence, <laughs> um, I did hide from from certain <laughs> from certain people. So mm-hmm. they wouldn't know, you know, mm-hmm. how many times I was really there. So, um I'm going to start our music. Oh, okay. Because it's time to go get Megan. But, um, but I do still love it. Oh, yeah. I do. There's nothing wrong with loving something. No. And actually, the one night that Cliff, um, he sent me a text message. He had to run to Kroger for something. I think one of the kids needed paper or we needed a, a supply to finish homework. And he went to get it. And he sent me this text message and said, send me everyone's Starbucks order. And um, so I texted it all out to him and, and send it to him. And when he read it off to Katie, was at the counter, when he read it off to Katie, she knew that he was my husband. That is funny. <laughs> because she knows she knows what we get. <clears throat> That's funny. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with loving something. I think it's just when we... You just need to treat it with, you know, and, I love it, but it doesn't love me back. <laughs> correct. And know, and know that. I and think that, that that's exactly... And just where you put your priorities and all that. Absolutely. I think my daughter's calling right now. Because I'm loving me some Coke Zero. (laughs) I can tell you, obviously. And uh, it's gone, by the way. (laughs) My my drink is gone. You can refill it. And And I will refill it. You know that. Are you answering your phone to Megan? Hey, Megan, we're finishing up and I'll be there in just a minute. We'll go stand inside. I'll be there in just a minute. She asked Megan's at middle school. Yeah. I cannot believe that Luke will be at middle school next year. And she's bye. She's telling her bye right now. Yeah. Obviously, you all heard that. So she's like, it's cold out here. I'm like, it I is know, I'm chilly. Yeah. It's like getting that, that 
time. So yeah. which we, means through the winter, we'll, I'll have to be very cautious to make sure we're finishing. Yeah. Like, so we'll have to come early to have lunch. Right. And Once we'll, they exit the building, they're not allowed back in. Really? Yeah. It, it menial middle school people. No. There's some of the rules they have up there. I I need to call and ask about. <laughs> sure. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Craziness. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, we may have more feedback um, that we can play next week. If not, send us some. And you can do that at 859-795-4067. 859-795-4067. And until next week, no, we love you. Are we going to meet next week? We need to figure out what we're going to do because right. we're next week's Thanksgiving. It is. We ought to have a grateful time. I think we should. Yeah. So we don't know if we'll actually record, but we'll um, figure that out and let you guys know. Yeah, we do love you guys. We're very grateful for you all. Absolutely. Bye, guys. Bye.